This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you tonight's late edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. Only one episode and only one game today because it appears that we did not have a Celebrity Jeopardy last night due to the CMA Awards. So, um, obviously, we won't be covering something that doesn't exist. We kind of can't do that. And if we did, I'd be a little worried. So, yeah, we're, we're not going to go there. So, yeah. We have started yet another Champions Wildcard Tournament. And as the Jeopardy subreddit kindly pointed out for us, this is welcome back to our excellent writers because this was the first episode recorded after the end of the writer's strike. So... Welcome back, everybody. This is awesome to have you guys back. If you happen to catch this at any time now or in the not-too-distant future or even the distant future. If you if you stumble across our little corner, I'm glad to have you. Same with anyone else who stumbles across our little corner. But at any rate... We have a new group of 27 players, and this is going to work the same way it has the last couple of times. Nine quarterfinals, three semifinals, and then the two-game final, the winner of which gets $100,000 and a nice shiny ticket to the Tournament of Champions. A little bit later in the season. So on that note, I think we should meet our players. What do you guys think? Oh, you think that's a good idea too? Okay. <laughs> So why don't we just do it? Today we had Matt, Jen, and Charlie. Now this game was nuts. I do mean nuts. So Charlie took an early lead, first half, first quarter to first half of the game, and then Jen lands on the daily double and bets it all and whoop, boing straight into the lead. And by the end of the Jeopardy round, Charlie has gone from being in the lead to being in third place. Jen has the lead, Matt's in second. And just as a side note, I do remember Matt a little bit because that was, I thought for a while it was going to be the season of Matt's because we had thir- like three of them. Of course, that did include Madame Odio, but from, because he was uh, season 37, and the others were season 38, but Matt played in season 38 too, so counted him anyway. But just, just to get us back on track, but yeah, Charlie ended up in third place by the end of the Jeopardy round, and was surely regretting his life choices in Double Jeopardy. 
Although not at first, because at first he got a daily double correct. Wager, wagered everything, doubled his score. Ha, w- warranted me yelling at him for doing a true daily double in the double jeopardy round, which I did. Because you folks know how I feel about that kind of thing. I'm sure I'll feel differently once I'm the one forced with that, to make that choice, but just from this side of the screen, it's painful. So, yeah. But at any rate, the reason I say Charlie was regretting his life choices is because he found the other Daily Devil, too. Only that one didn't go so well, and he lost a good chunk of his money. Which was a major ouchie, and we don't like it when people lose their money. By the end of the Double Jeopardy, we had a tie game. Matt and Jen were tied for the lead, and it was just... When when you're in a tie situation like that, really, there's only one value play. And it's the value play that usually makes me sick. But if you want a shot, it's what you gotta do. And they all did it. Even Charlie, who wasn't in the tie. Only it didn't go in the way that I'm sure Matt would have liked it to because he got it wrong. Charlie and Jen got it right. But what they were trying to do was force a tiebreaker. Which, like I said, that's really the only value play in a tie game is to bet everything you've got and try to force a tiebreaker with the other player. That's that's your best shot in that kind of situation. In the end, the tiebreaker wasn't needed, as I said, because Matt missed the question and lost all of his money. So it was Jen who managed to secure that spot in the semifinals by making the value play. And having the correct answer, which is, you know, kind of important here. Because, you know, the, lo- the contestant who loses the, ga- the contestants who lose the game kind of don't get spots in the semifinal. Had Jen screwed it up too, it would have been Charlie's game because Charlie wagered everything too. It's like, it's like Ken said, we could have had a two-way tie and had a tiebreaker. We could have had a three-way zero, but neither of those happened. So yeah, it was a pretty intense game. I, like I said, I've got my groups, but I don't even know what to call this because it was nutty. It was just, oh my God. Like there's, there are no words, none. Now would normally be the part where we would segue into Celebrity Jeopardy, but as I said at the top of the episode, we don't have that today because of the CMA Awards. So what does that mean? That means I get to let you wonderful people go to bed if you're listening to this as it drops. And that's exactly what I'm going to do right behind you. So on that note, I'm going to say good night. Thank you for listening. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.